There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the psychic scoop. Hi, my little sweeties, my little sugar plums. Welcome back to Psychic Scoop. I'm your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I'm an evidential psychic medium, professional astrologer, and intuition teacher. And today I'm coming at you with another channeled episode, solo episode. I am by myself, if you didn't realize. And like all of my podcast episodes, I always listen to spirit. I listen to my own heart and what's been on my mind. And I usually find that whenever I film an episode, even at the time, if I'm like, I don't really know how this is going to land. I always have so many of you responding saying, oh my gosh, I was just thinking this, or this is something that's been on my heart recently. And that always makes me feel so connected to you as a listener, but also the podcast, like all of us listening all at the same time and talking about it and raising awareness and frequency towards those things. So today I'm going to talk about nesting and building a home environment that is so cozy and so in alignment for you and your vibe and your soul. Now, not that I have like tons of experience on this. I don't own a home. I rent a home, but I am a cancer queen and being cozy is literally my MO. I never get out of my sweatpants. I'm essentially a female Adam Sandler at this point. I only wear like flowy clothes. <laughs> Jeans feel like barbed wire <laughs> like ever since COVID. I don't know though. In my chart, I don't have a lot of like Venusian planets uh, of like looking cute when I go out. Like I always need to call my girlfriends and be like, what do I wear? I have no idea because I just roll out of bed and put my hair in a sloppy, messy bun and <laughs> like literally go about my day in cozy vibes. But this nesting element, it just keeps on coming up. And I wanted to talk about maybe things in our birth charts that can indicate a, a cozy home environment, how to make it more secure and safe for us. But also I want to talk about numerology of your own home and what the vibration of the land that you're on right now, if it's an apartment building or you live at home with your family still, or you know maybe you just moved into a new house, you know, what is the address numerolo numerology wise? <laughs> okay, I, I got there. Uh, what does it mean for you? And can you build your home around that energy and frequency to match? So I want to talk about that today. And before I dive in, I just wanted to say that, you know, it is around the holidays. And I'm going to be doing a small business Saturday sale. I've done this the past four years. I've had a business. I love to support small businesses myself, and it's something I always try to strive to do as a consumer. And so I wanted to offer a very special deal. I'm giving the biggest discount I've ever given on my courses, but especially the astrology bundle, which includes the astro cartography course, 
the natal chart, like birth chart biz, which teaches you in depth how to read a chart and how to read a chart for others, as well as marketing techniques for your own business. If you want to do astrology-based business or just any type of business or career that you have, how to use astrology to promote it and to use it to your benefit. And then also my transit course, how to predict life events and plan around the stars. So that bundle is going to be heavily discounted. I also have payment plans. And if you wanted to just do a la carte, you can get 33% off any class or course you want. I know I'm booked up for like three to four months for astrology readings. And I'm so, so, so grateful that I get to meet all of you and thank you for your patience. But if you can't wait and you want to dive into the curriculum and the course, please, I would love to invite you uh, to come on in and you can use the code SMALLBIZ to hop on board. We have a community group to, to give each other readings or to talk and get support while you're going through the course. So just wanted to say that first. Again, use code SMALLBIZ to get your discount. And that is going to be going on through Wednesday, November 30th until midnight. Now, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it's already started to get a little cold, even here in California. And I always like to hibernate during the holidays anyway. You know, I like to just get all carved out and binge eat peppermint bar, watch really corny movies with a fireplace on. So that's like my version of nesting. But how do you make your home environment like I said, more aligned with who you are. There's a few things in your birth chart that can indicate what makes you feel safe and secure. And obviously, one of the first things you're going to want to look to is your moon, your moon sign and what house your moon is in. Now, the moon sign obviously is our emotional resonance, but it also rules intuition, divine feminine, and it rules our comfort centers and our safety and having your home be your safe place is obviously very apparent, especially since you are resting every night, you are regenerating every single night. When you come home, like back to home base, you should feel a sense of solace and relief to be there. And if you don't, obviously there might be circumstances that are beyond your control. Or, you know, maybe you are just not feeling comfortable because something is out of alignment and that's something we can talk about right now. The other thing you can look at at your own chart is your fourth house. If you have any planets in the fourth house, what sign your fourth house cusp is in. So for example, I don't have any planets in the fourth house, but my fourth house is ruled by Virgo. So you're going to want to look to in your chart, it's called the IC and that rules your home environment. And I actually go over this quite a bit in my courses uh, for the fourth house, like how to make your house a home. So I'm just going to be doing this like pretty brief, but let's talk about, you know, if you have like one element really strongly in your chart. So if you have a lot of air in your chart, things that make you feel comfortable in general are going to be intellectual stimulation. So at home, you might really love to have like a library of books or games, things that stimulate you, uh, things where you can use your hands, (laughs) your mind-eye coordination. You know, that's going to be really important for home environment for air signs. You're constantly learning, evolving. So maybe you listen to podcasts at home. Maybe it's YouTube. Things like that are going to stretch your mind. That's what makes you feel comfortable. 
If you have a lot of water in your chart, this is going to be more of a self-soothing environment. Baths or fountains or living by lakes or waters or oceans, anything that calms down your nervous system. And so this could also be cooking, nourishing your body with you know, foods that you love and soups and hot teas doesn't necessarily have to be hot. Uh, Maybe this is painting or doing something that is, again, more slow moving. It could be stretching. It could be pulling tarot cards. It could be having a meditation room or a room that has blue, purple, things like that are going to be more water-based. Now, if you have a lot of fire in your chart or you're a fire sign, maybe what makes you feel at home is entertainment, entertaining others, or maybe it's you watching TV, film, filling your house with good music, good speakers, and it's fun. It's playful. Maybe it is actually playing games, or maybe it's, like I said, hosting other people and having this inner child play come out in your home. Maybe it's vibrant, funky colors like oranges or reds and things like that can definitely be a fire sign home as well as tons of candles, obviously be safe, fireplaces, candles, things like that. Now, if you have earth in your chart, a ton of it, or maybe you're an earth sign or your fourth house is in an earth sign, This is going to be, you know, that nature, that groundedness. So maybe you have lots of plants in the home or you want to have cozy creature comforts like luxury, you know, blankets or really nice couches and hardwood floors. So this is more of the vibe of what it looks and feels like. But sometimes having uh, more investment in your furniture will feel good when you have a lot of earth in your chart. You feel accomplished. You feel like I'm building this home from the ground up. And I always recommend fresh flowers, fresh plants, going to the farmer's market, bringing those types of nourishing things back home to you. And, you know, if you have people in your home, make sure they are grounded. It's more of a slow moving pace, things like that. So those are just tips, like very base level. But let's quickly go through the zodiac signs, your moon signs, and talk about little tips for nesting for each sign. Now, Aries moons are very independent in nature. So at home, they like to just have their own sense of belonging and personal development, I'd say. So they're going to have an array of hobbies and activities and things they love doing at home that make them feel safe. And it's gonna probably look different every day. And even if an Aries moon has roommates or lives with their parents or a lover, you know, they're always going to want to have that space to go off and like do their own thing when they want. They're not going to want to be forced to do things at home unless they really feel like in their heart that's something they want to do. So with that being said, Aries Moon, make your home just absolutely your flavor, your design, (laughs) maybe a little bit of compromise if you know you're living with other people, but your own space, you know, you can make it whatever you want. Now a Taurus Moon 
the moon feels so, so, so cozy in Taurus. It loves to be in, in Taurus, but Taurus love their luxury items. They love high quality. They love plush. They love good furnishings. Uh, they love decorating with earthy tones or incorporating elements of nature. But for the most part, they really want to cultivate this like cozy, even like sensory rich atmosphere to make them feel safe and make them feel I don't know, I've said this before about Taurus moons, but when I think of a Taurus moon, I think of like cozy socks <laughs> and like really cozy pillows and they need to have the best bed and they need to make sure it's like a Taurus moon will probably go through like 10 mattresses until they find the one they want because they're very sensitive sleepers. Like that makes sense to me for a Taurus moon. Now, Gemini moons, I kind of mentioned this before about the air signs, but Gemini moons, it's important to have space for mental stimulation. So creating little reading nooks or displaying your books and incorporating technology for communication or even for entertainment. I can see Gemini moons having the most up-to-date sound speakers, uh, you know, really nice like technology around the home or just more of like a flexible, like multi-functional environment. So, you know, pieces of furniture moving out, like some everything is adaptable and makes sense for a Gemini moon space. Uh, but yeah, they, they feel the most comfortable when they are able to freely listen and learn. So through their podcasts or through YouTube or through scrolling or whatever, they definitely want to have the space to be able to do that. Cancer moons, they have the coziest homes. Cancer moons, always it's like one of two things. I feel like a Cancer moon house could either be like the diffusers are going, the candles are lit, a simmer pot is on, it always smells amazing. It's always a welcoming, like there's a little mint on the pillow when you go and stay. It's just every single nook and cranny is an experience of comfort for any single person. So a Cancer Moon needs that for themselves, like especially if they want to nourish and make a home feel absolutely vibrant and comfortable for themselves. So it's going to look different depending on what the Cancer Moon is. But also I said it's going to be the other things where Cancer Moons can have sentimental decorations, like maybe they have family photos, or they have corners for relaxation, or photos of their loved ones. Maybe they have dogs or cats or iguanas, whatever. I guarantee a Cancer Moon is going to have some sort of animal or some sort of you know, big cozy blanket or some kind of like security thing <laughs> that they have, but it's going to be just a family friendly environment. Leo moons are also great hosts. They love to have people over, make them feel absolutely loved and adored and catered to. But the Leo moon is similar to even the Aries moon where they're going to have their independence at home and they're going to want to have their space to create, to be expressive, to exercise, to do their own thing, to watch their own TV show or to listen to their own music. So Leo moons will need their independence and space to move creatively and freely around the home and also to play. So Leo moons, you know, especially if they have children or, you know, they're a big child themselves or they have animals, 
it's really about this like freedom and liberation and play and they will sometimes want to display their accomplishments or achievements not in like a annoying way but in an exciting way maybe they have paintings or drawings or actually this is a perfect example (laughs) you all know dana she's been on the podcast a bunch she's one of my besties she's a leo moon and she has beautiful artwork this one piece uh when when we're on zooms together and she uh, like is sitting at her desk she has a um it's a painting of her voice when she's singing but it is literally like someone intuitive like drew her voice with all the colors and it's the frequency and the vibration of her voice. So how amazing is that? So unique to her. It's singing, which is something that she so loves to do. So this is like a complete, and she's a Leo moon. So that's why I'm saying this. That's like a complete Leo moon house move. Uh, But also Leo moons like more vibrant or flashy colors or having like pops of color. So if that's not resonating with you and you're a Leo moon, lean more into the like the play of decorating your home. And I feel like that will feel uh, vibrant and awesome for you. Also, candles and ceremonies and things like that. Um, Drum circles or (laughs) loud music playing is also going to be a Leo moon. Virgo moons, Virgo moons, you know, they love to nest by focusing on, I would say, like minimalistic things in the home. A lot of times Virgo moons do like things in order or they have decor that is really deeply meaningful to them and has a story, maybe even from their travels or maybe there's a certain album or record that's important to them, something that holds high value. They cultivate this environment that promotes the sense of like spiritual and mental well-being. So Virgo moons tend to lean towards, I would say like daily activities that they really love and do day in and day out that are going to make them feel feel the best. So Virgo moons tend to be a little more ritualistic than than most. So maybe every day they like wake up and have like, you know, a certain type of water or they gratitude journal or they stretch when they get out of bed and things like that. Having a routine and things that they can do every day when they wake up and feel in the vibe of their day, that's going to be a Virgo moon. So whatever puts like order or organization. And I like hate the stigma that Virgos all have to be organized. It's not necessarily that. It's more that Virgos are so service oriented when they're out in the world. They really want to make deep connections and they want to use their intellectual mind to form and to be grounded in these connections when they're out in the world. So when they're home, they yeah, of course, they want to turn off their brain a little bit. So leaning into wellness techniques, or, you know, cozy things at home that are going to promote this like spiritual sense of well being is going to be a perfect nesting egg for a Virgo moon. Libra moon, they just want a harmonious and aesthetically 
pleasing space. Now, not all Libra moons are going to be interior designers, but Libra moons do like their things in order. You know, it is a Venusian planet. So a lot of times I've noticed Libra moons have a lot of like soft pastel colors, like light pinks or light blues, and their artwork promotes beauty. I have a Libra moon friend that has a bunch of quotes, you know, from like Buddha and other deities that she loves up on her wall. Sometimes Libra moons like little sculptures or art pieces, things like that can really make a nice nest for a Libra moon. And also maybe hosting people over like social events or gatherings. Libra is very very social and likes to have things at home. Also, especially if it's just like one or two people, not like a huge group gathering, but just having tea with a friend or, you know, sitting down and talking on the phone with someone, that's a good way for a Libra moon to nest. Now, a Scorpio moon, you know, they really need to retreat when they're at home. They need to have like the dark cave. They need to have this space where they can really truly let themselves be in their own feelings, in their own processes. And so sometimes Scorpio moons, they tend to like either deeper colors, really dim lighting, they're very sensitive. So sometimes they might like to have like, diff- um, not diffuser, sorry, light, or is that what it's called? The light diffuser, uh, different like LED lights for different moods. Like it's always a mood and it's always like a cozy mood, but they also like to create private spaces. So when I said cave, you know, Scorpio moons, I always recommend having, you know, sectioned off place where you can have like your, I don't know, meditation practice or where you pull your cards or having an altar is very good for a Scorpio moon. But it's also just this vibe of serenity and peace that promotes relaxation. Sag moon, you know, you really have like a sense of adventure and openness when it comes to how you create your home. Sometimes you can have bold colors or maybe you have, you know, influence from different parts of the world. You know, like some people, sag moons could have, you know, this is my corner from Italy and here's my corner from Morocco and here's my corner from, you know, my friends and, you know, different, different insights inspired decor is what I'd say. And they like to incorporate elements from all different cultures, but also all different colors. They pull from everything. Sag moons, you know, their homes can be kind of eclectic at times. And they always need to have a space where they can learn and grow and explore and do their own things. Like I said, for the Aries and Leo moons, you know, the fire moons at home tend to be independent. They need space. Even if they are living with other people, they tend to just want to go off and do their own thing creatively and then come back to center. So Sag Moon is no different. You know, they really do need uh, time to to read, to write, to learn. And so having a designated area for that is going to be great for a Sag Moon. Capricorn Moon, you know, Capricorn Moon's tend to stay in one place for a pretty long time. I would say cap moons, it's really about like deep, deep comfort, like not having anything be too out of sorts or like an environment that's chaotic or frenetic. It has to be somewhat practical. And a lot of cap moons actually tend to work from home or, you know, they might 
come home <laughs> quite often to escape from the day. So whenever I see a cat moon that doesn't have like a real stable home environment, the first thing I always recommend is to incorporate elements that really symbolize your hopes and dreams. So Capricorn moons, maybe they need, you know, a manifestation board, or maybe they need, you know, reminders of where they're going or how they can get there. So cat moons can have more of a spiritual practice in their home. But also, like I said, they don't, they don't need a lot to be happy. They just need the right things. It's like quality over quantity. So even with cat moons, like if you have like one book you really love or one tarot deck you really love or have the same, you know, sturdy bet. It's like investing in furniture and investing in things is going to go a long way with a cat moon because you hold value to everything you have at home. And that's why cat moons also, you know, investing in real estate or, you know, long-term leases, you know, Capricorn moons just really need to find a home environment that suits long-term. So that's what I'll say for nesting for cat moon. Aquarius moon, you tend to move around a lot. Or if you haven't moved around a lot, you might have this sense of needing to move because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So that is, you know, energy of wanting to be non-stagnant, to be liberated, to be free, to be exciting, to be unconventional. Aquarius moon is renting out a van and living in it and going to a different, you know, state or city every month. Or mm, here's a perfect example. I know I keep using my friends as examples, but they represent their moon signs so well. Uh, One of my friends, Erica, you know, she has lived in California her whole life, but then her family has a house in Nashville, and then she just moved to New York. So she literally bounces back from Nashville to LA, (laughs) back to New York, and she's an Aquarius moon, and she moves around quite a bit. So that makes sense for her. Aquarius moons do like things to have... Hmm, like energy, like different energy. So sometimes if they're feeling stagnant or stuck, they'll move around furniture or they're going to want to, you know, invest in something different or, oh, I don't like this couch. I'm just going to get a new couch or I'm going to get a new chair or, you know, I don't really like the way the bathroom is. I'm going to paint it a different color. So if you're an Aquarius moon and you're just feeling bored or stuck or your home environment isn't vibing anymore, just change the vibe. It could be something as simple as adding new artwork or taking something away. But again, it's clearing out the old and putting in the new. And Pisces moon, this is just completely tranquil atmosphere. This is incorporating, you know, spaces for relaxation, for meditation, for artistic expression, just making your home your introspection vibe. This is where you go to seek solace, to retreat, to slow down. This is where you go to channel. This is where you go to leave the outside world and be in your little empath bubble. So Pisces moon, really make sure that your environment is not only super safe and lovely to you, but make sure that it is a vibe, like with everything you love, everything you love in it. And I don't know if you wanted to have like a little fish tank in your house, (laughs) see the fishies 
or, you know, you probably have animals or connecting to animals in some way. Very good for a Pisces moon or even just having a meditation practice or a meditation room or like I said, a place where you can relax. That's going to be really important. And that's just a little bit of a brief look into your moon sign. Obviously, it's going to look different for every single person because the moon is going to be in a different house. It's going to have different relationships and aspects to other planets. I wasn't even planning on going through all the moon signs. And then I started and got carried away. And I was like, oh, man, I have to do all 12 of these. I forgot. (laughs) So anyway, I'm just intuitively vibing with what I want this episode to be. But I did want to talk about the numerology of home. Now, this is just more fun, and I'm really curious if this aligns with you because it did line with me. And then if you go through all the addresses you've had in your life, like maybe your childhood home or apartments you did or didn't like, let's find out the numerology that your home carries. So if you want to know how to look this up, Basically, you just need to use a little bit of math. So you want to calculate your specific house number, like your address. So you want to add up all the digits until you get a single digit number. Like for example, if your house number is 256, you would add 2 plus 5 plus 6. That equals 13. But then that's a two digit number. So then you want to add 1 plus 3 and that equals 4. Four. So, you know, the numerology for the house would be a four. And keep in mind, I believe there are interpretations for double digits too, like if you get a one one or a two two. But for today, we're just going to go over the single digit energies and what that means. So, as you probably already know, I'm not a neuro- numerologist. I've had one on the podcast before. I would love to have a part two with someone (laughs) eventually when spirit leads them to me. But I'm going to read from this is ldecor.com and talk about the house number and what it means for you. So if you are house one, it means independence, inventiveness, and new beginnings. So the number one holds great energy for a new beginning, for starting something new. And it's like perfect for a newly married couple or anyone starting a new business, a relationship, a new life chapter. So it's a great house to express individuality or leadership in the world. And other characteristics of a one house could be being creative, original, inventive, and it would be a good vibration for an office or home office or a creative entrepreneurship to have new ideas and new inventions. That's really cool. So even if, you know, you wanted to get a new business or something special that's new, maybe you want to get the numerology one. If you are a house numerology two, it means harmony and affection. So they believe the two house is built for belonging, whether it's business partners, lovers, or roommates who are good friends. The numerology two is a house that is going to be more agreeable and understanding for an environment to learn from one another. It's a great energy of harmony of the yin and yang balance. And if you are single living in a house two, it's a great place to attract a partner or another roommate. If your house is in numerology three, it's for creative, entertainment, and fun. Three is just a good time. While two finds harmony and balance, three is known for extroverted energy, and it's a good place for artists, musicians, writers, or anyone else in a creative field. And it's a good environment for social gatherings or bringing in interesting people. And it really is 
expresses expansion well, passion, sexual energy, fun, and optimism. It's like good for party planners or event coordinators. Okay, fun. If your house is numerology four, this is really grounded, stable, and production. Now, moving to a four house is just what the doctor ordered if you need more stable environment, a solid foundation in which to build a happy home. So there's a lot of Mother Earth energy. It can be extremely good space for someone who might feel a little flighty or ungrounded out in the world or have a hard time you know, working, like they're burnt out. This is a good place to manifest ideas into reality. And so this is where, you know, it doesn't have to be all work and no play. Definitely a place to come back and regroup. If your house is a five, the numerology is all about adventure, travel, and change. So this house stimulates movement and activity, and it's good for travel, adventure, and it's the most energetic of all the numbers. So Maybe this is about your own experience with knowledge, communication, writing. It can be travel, new and interesting ideas, and the high energy of the five space can sometimes cause an unsettled feeling or the tendency to move through life too quickly. So if you're living in a five, uh, the experts say that you have to consciously work through staying in the present moment, but also be up for a grand adventure. If your house is a six, it is love and togetherness. Now this is the house of home with a heart. And it's ideal to raise a family in a six house. It also holds the vibration of love, service, compassion, and social responsibility. So a house six can be like an intimate dinner party with friends or sharing stories with good food. It can be someone who wants to be more in touch with the group atmosphere of life and embracing a nurturing energy, comfortable furniture, lots of plants, overall cultivating a space for love. If your numerology of your home is a seven, it is a spiritual number. And it is really about having your home be a calm and peaceful sanctuary, a quiet zen kind of a cave-like in a way. And it's the energy of transformation. So sevens are mysticism, inward energy, and really honing your instincts, your intuitive, or even your psychic abilities. But it's also a place where you can make deep friendships, you can focus on your own personal growth, and have this home be your zen den, or your ascension place where you can really lift off from you know, one state of life to the next. If the numerology of your home is eight, it's prosperity, growth, and abundance. So if you're looking for wealth or maybe career mobility, then eight is the house for you. And you can never go wrong with an eight house when it comes to financial gain. This is according to El Decor, by the way. Uh, so they talk about eight being um, wealth in the real estate market, or maybe even public recognition or fame. And eight definitely also includes hard work. <laughs> so it's like the vibration and the power of leadership. And then it's also not getting too caught up in the material world where you focus on just that and not the own matters of your heart. So sounds to me like an eight is great for getting ahead in the world, but also for your own spiritual manifestations and things that are purposeful to you. If the numerology of your home is a nine, it's about generosity, compassion, and community. So the 
nine house draws everyone in. It's this vibration of generosity, giving, loving, compassion. It's supportive for like the ending phases of things. Like if something you need to release to start something new happens, it's a great house for wrapping up that phase of your life. And the ninth house is also a place for compassion and humanitarian efforts. So there's a sense of completion and a focus on helping others. Wow, I find that so fascinating. I highly recommend going through all of the houses you've lived in and seeing if it matches the energy. For me, it absolutely does. Because when I was growing up, I lived in a three home and I felt like that was like the creative center and the performance element I loved. I was always making my friends and family watch my little skits (laughs) and dressing up as the Spice Girls and doing shows for everybody and basically exploiting my family and friends for theater. And then I moved in LA, you know, I moved into a home right after a breakup that was a one. And it was all about this expression of who I was like without this partner. And I started anew. And that's actually when I really dove into astrology too and started giving readings. I was in the one house. Then I moved into a five house with a bunch of girls, like girlfriends. And it was a house of just like, creative, fun. It was like flexible. There was so much like dynamic energy happening in the home. And now it's actually, I don't really know what my house is now because technically if I add up the numbers of my address, it's a three, which would make sense because I've written, you know, two screenplays at my house. I'm writing my memoir here. It's very like writing creative. But then my house is also on a street that has numbers in the street number. So if I add it all up, then I'm a four. And four is very stable, grounding. This is a home I live in with my fiance. We're building our life together. So I feel like now I have a hybrid of a three, four house. (laughs) As a man, Jen, you know, I like to make up my own rules. But anyway, I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you found this resonant for your moon sign or you know, even things that you've been thinking about recently about how to make your home a little more cozy. You know, at least for me, I want to buy a new house, but I don't know if that's happening with the interest rates, yada, 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 you know, same story, different day. Uh, But (laughs) how can we, how can we change the vibration to feel more cozy, more comfortable, more soul aligned? And so this nesting element of, Hmm, making it more of a sanctuary for us, for our own well-being. I think that's important. And obviously it was on my mind and spirit told me it should be an episode. So maybe it's on your mind as well. Please, as always, you can reach out to me and let me know what you thought of the episode or what you'd like to hear next. Spirit underscore sis and TikTok spirit sis. You can go to my website, spiritsist.com, and make sure you're signed up for my newsletter so you can get any updates. And, you know, sometimes I do astrology stuff. I'm going to try to do more in the new year, more content creation on YouTube and, you know, more horoscopes and things like that. You know, I always have a horoscope out for the beginning of the year on YouTube. So I'll be getting that out to you shortly. And also be mindful of the scammers. I have so many people on IG like mimicking my account and reaching out to you for a reading. Please know I'll never do that. And I'm so sorry that's been happening for like a hot minute, like literally three years. But (laughs) that being said, I love you so dearly. I know the holidays can be tough. Keep your boundaries strong. And I'm here for you. Sending you all the love and light in the world. Talk soon. 
make your home cozy. Make your hose cozy. Make your hose cozy. Pantyhose, of course, is what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm delirious. Love you. Bye.